you're listening to It's On Us Podcast. Please remember to like, subscribe, and rate our show. And we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Facebook, and YouTube. So please remember all that and enjoy the episode. Okay. All right. At least you got it this time. There you go, bucko. There you go. Bucko. Bucko. (laughs) All right. So I got a question real quick. For who? Anybody okay. wants to answer this, okay? So, how would you define luxury? What is luxury to you? Hmm, good question. Mm. Luxury. You know what? Luxury to me would be stuff that, I mean, unfortunately that you buy, so it's somewhat materialistic, but stuff that grows with um, value. Even if it's sentimental value, too. It could be emotional, so that's a luxury item. It doesn't have to be, you know, something wealthy. Even so like, anything that just grows in value, whether it's through emotion or actual wealth. And I think okay. it's above basic. So it's like there's basic or like normal and then there's luxury where it's... Like something that's one of one, that to me is luxury. I would want to buy that and keep it. Because it's different. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Jacob, in your mind, what is luxury to you? I'm, I'm one of one, so am I luxury? <laughs> kind of. Sure, sure Jacob. Sometimes sure. I want to throw yeah. you off a but, cliff, but then you I shake mean, like, oh, I got a wish for you, and I just keep you because I hope that this wish will come true someday. But no, in all seriousness, like you can look at luxury several different things. You can look at luxury of having a nice ass car, or you can look at luxury of having, having a Wi Fi to- in a your fucking house. toilet or water or you know you know what I mean. Some people don't have Wi Fi. Sometimes it's by choice, or sometimes they can't afford it. Mm-hmm. So the things that we look at simple, like oh, shit, we got Wi Fi, we got the smart TV and shit. Shit, people are lucky to have that little digital converter for their TV so they can pick up basic channels and shit. So that's a luxury. L- luxury is all through the eyes of who has it and who doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. So it's in the eye of the beholder. So it's yeah. more on the individual. Yeah. I was say. You would say. I don't know. From I guess from wow, me, Jacob. That yeah. was nice. That was that was a good. The marijuana is working for. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, for luxury for me, I would say it's like more of a place of peace. Right. Or having that peace of mind. Yeah, and stress no longer exists. And it's like that's a luxury to have like a peace of mind. Yeah. Versus just a material type of thing. But like you said, everybody's different though, so Yeah. You like you like that? You, yeah. I like that though, yeah. So today on the podcast we have the Glizzy Guzzler. <laughs> Hello. Whoa, I went first this time? Uh, oh shit. All right, no, sorry, no, 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 we're starting over. Nah, no. nah. See, you always mess it up. We, we always try to be nice to you, and then you question why we're being nice. That's why then we're forced to be mean. It's See? like he doesn't believe that we're we want to be nice to you. All right. All right, so you want to bring us in now? No, you can't. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome to an episode of It's On Us. I am Ash. Here today I have Gabe. How you doing, everybody? My man, Cliff. Hey. My boy, John. What's going on? Our special guest today, Josh. Hello. And the Glissy Gusler. Okay. <laughs> See, I didn't say it. You said yeah, it. Because wow. I, ex- I, whatever. I like that. It was expected, I guess. He psychology. It. Yeah, it was psychology. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob, yeah. who are you? Yeah. Uh, the Glissy Gusler. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go, Jerry. Good. I need you a treat or something, man. Or, or the Henny Waster. Yeah. Yep. There yep. you go. Depending on the day. All right, so, Jacob, you want to expound so, on what you have on the screen for us? All right, so, um, uh, it's on this podcast. We like to have inclusion we believe inclusion we believe in love is love so with june being pride month we have a special guest for us josh would you mind introducing yourself sure my name is uh joshua yonker i am a trans man and i also own a local pop-up shop right now restaurant it's called jay's waffle iron and i was asked to come on the show with these lovely gentlemen today and it's so nice to have you Pleasure to have you. Pleasure to have you. Okay, pleasure. so check it out. We have a list of questions just to, you know, get some depth into like. Just to have that those type of conversations that right. 
we made a pact too when we first started this. Let's be different. Let's have those conversations that people don't usually have. Mm-hmm. So that's what led us here today. And bring transparency to our audience and people out there. Exactly. Right. So the name, it's on us. It's literally like our podcast and a statement because it is on us to create the change we wish to see. So today we have a list of questions. So the first question we have is what the transition from who you were to who you are. So for you, Josh, what took you to that space of like who you used to be to who you are today? Well, I started uh, I started my journey transitioning when I was about 20 <clears throat> and I I've always uh, grown up. I, I was always kind of different to begin with. Um, life was always uh, it was it wasn't hard as easy and stuff. I, I didn't have a crazy, crazy background or anything, but I always felt just a little different, but I couldn't really put my finger on it. Like growing up, like I was always more one of the guys. Um, you know, I wasn't one to wear makeup or anything like that. Like I wore a dress every. It probably sounds weird. My voice so deep, and I'm about to be like, I wore a dress, but <laughs> 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 so, uh, right. in, in the space yeah. we're in now, it's normal yeah. now. So. Right, right, right. Um, but I was, I used to wear, you know, like a dress for like uh, dances, like homecoming stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I did date men uh, back in the day and stuff like that. It wasn't until after I graduated high school and I started like venturing out into the real world, and I found myself. Um, into the LGBT community. I made some friends at a job that I worked at, and uh, I guess you'd say kind of started experimenting or whatever and realized that I liked women, and so I started dating women. And uh, I went out to a couple bars, and I started meeting trans men, and I started meeting trans women, and drag queens, and just getting into this whole new world. And it was, it was crazy, it was like eye-opening, and it was, it was, it was pretty, pretty intense. And um, once I met my friend, uh, who I'm still friends with today. Um, I'm going to leave their name out of it, though, because they don't, they're, they live stealth. So, but um, they started talking to me about their transitioning. They're already on hormones and, and stuff like that. And I was like, I didn't even know this was like, like people feel like this. Like, this is kind of how I felt, but I didn't know that was a thing. I thought I was kind of crazy. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I was, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I am bipolar, so I used to take, I take medicine and stuff. So I've, I've been on meds most of my life. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I started reading more about it and talking to more more trans men and and uh, becoming more familiar with the terms and the process. And I guess the biggest leap was I moved to Florida. So I wanted to get away from everything here, my family, my friends, influences, everything. I, I moved to Florida with, um, it was a, a girlfriend at the time, a, a close friend that I'm still friends with today. And I was like, I want to live male in another state and I want to be away from everybody. I want to just see like you know is this is can i do this is this can i do it with support do i need support how's it gonna be so i lived in florida for about a year and um i binded i went by joshua also went by trey for a little bit just trying to find like the name that fit and uh told everyone you know i prefer he and him as my pronouns Mm -hmm. and then about a year i realized like i wanted to go back home i wanted to actually really start the journey and so that required therapy I wanted to tell my family, I wanted to tell my friends, so, but I wanted to do it in person, I didn't want to do it over the phone or anything like that, right, right, and, right. Uh, so I, I went back home, I told my mom first, that was a fun conversation, <laughs> she was like, wait, what, because <laughs> like my family never, they're not, they don't, they didn't really understand or like know most of the terms or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, but she ended up being uh, accepting, uh, it was my grandparents and some of the older people that, uh, or some of my, like my uncles and stuff like that, that didn't really, uh, grasp it too well, but some of my friends too, they were like, oh, this is a phase, like, you're just going through, 
some phase because I've always been pretty spontaneous mm-hmm. and, and things like that. I'm like, Nah. <laughs> like, this, might be a, this might be a thing. But no, this is the real deal right here. It felt right yeah, to you, though, and you like right. you went out, you explored the world, the, you got yeah. comfortable being uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and you found out who you were. Right. And you found a community that accepts you for who you are. Mm-hmm. So right. for a lot of people, it's hard for them to just accept that fact that, like, I'm different, I know I'm different, but I shouldn't listen to society's norms. Right. I should be who I am regardless of whatever, whoever thinks you know, so, and, yeah. and to me, that's like a graduation of humanity, if you ask me, because a lot of people submit to societal standards and they can't find or not find. Yeah. Find the power to live their truth. You know what I what I mean? So I'm really proud of you. And that's awesome that you went out and found that because a lot of people are too scared to go do that. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, telling my family was was kind of nerve wracking. Like my family's pretty. They're understanding, but they're they're kind of crazy. They're great. They love them. They're just kind of every family. Kind of crazy, bro. Yeah. That's, that's, that's every family, though. right? Yeah. Right. Bro. And Shit. how long have you been a T now? Like, uh, let's see, um, twenty one. So ten. It'll be eleven years coming up in October. Eleven years yeah. coming up. Nice. Yeah, nice, eleven nice. years. And how long have you been fully transitioned from female to male? Uh, so they usually consider it when you start your hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll go even more in depth for when you start having your surgeries. You have your top surgery, your bottom surgery, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I just recently had top surgery. It's actually, today is the, in two days, it will be a year that oh, I've had wow. my top surgery. Well, I want to yeah. say congratulations. That's awesome. Congratulations. On your one-year anniversary yeah. coming up. So that's uh, that's probably one of the biggest uh, milestones for, for people that transition for at least, like, you know, female to male that decide that they want to go through and have the top surgery. And I waited 10 years. <laughs> so like most people, it's like a year or two years. I'm right. like, ah, I got time. But it is like a big leap because like you're fully, like you're more and more progressively fully accepting. This is who I am. I'm going to embrace this regardless, open arms and just welcome that wave of energy. So that's awesome for yeah. sure. It's uh it's tough for trans people to get surgeries because a lot of them is not covered. And so like mm-hmm. one of my issues with getting it, why I had to wait so long was money. Yeah, and yeah, a lot of people run. Uh, I did fundraisers. Some people do GoFunds. Uh-huh. Some people get lucky and they get they find some insurance depending where they live in the United States. Like I know like there's some places in Cali that cover it and things like that. So some places will cover it or a portion of it. Um, but getting help with surgeries and hormone replacement therapy is probably like the hardest thing that trans people have to face. It's progressively getting better and, and like, that's good yeah but it, it when i first started i remember trying to get my tea like covered and stuff was was tough so how much roughly do you think you spent money wise on the thing oh my god um well my surgery alone was seven grand and then i take i'll be taking hormones for the f- until my pretty much foreseeable future so and i spend uh about like 120 a month on hormones. So I've been doing that for 11 years. The price fluctuates, though. Sometimes okay. it changes. That's amazing. So, Jacob, listen, so you can get your boobs bigger if you wanted to, bro. <laughs> it's possible. Or smaller, whatever you prefer. Well, my, my fans and I always joke to do a two-for-one. Like, all right, I'll take mine off, and you take it. You want to have that? You can have it. <laughs> put that on there. I can give you more than just my love, okay? <laughs> right. So have you experienced like any different social norms from like, you know, from when you were a female now that you're a male? Is there, is there anything different that you see or like even through conversations and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Um, I've worked in the restaurant industry uh, the whole time. And I would say that being I was a line cook, um, being in the back of the house, female versus male, 
yeah, very, very, different. <laughs> very, very different. Uh, the conversations that that I hear more so now, um, they're not like they're kind of hard to like say, I guess, to explain. But it's like there's just no filter. There's right. no filter, you know. And uh, it doesn't bother me at all. I don't care because it's just I, locker room I say talk, the same right? thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's locker room talk. It doesn't phase me whatsoever. Um, but it's stuff that I wouldn't talk to my fiance about, you know. Right. <laughs> right. Like I, right. I wouldn't just go talk to my friends or girls about and stuff like that. Um, otherwise, like I haven't really had to. It, it's not too different in that aspect. Like work is still work. Like I don't get treated any differently as far as that goes. Like yeah, if there's something heavy, they're gonna ask me first before they're gonna ask one of the girls on the floor or something like that. Um, but I would just say the language, the language around me, definitely different. And like, as far as friendship goes, like, yeah, uh, before I transitioned, being friends with a guy was obviously kind of like, Hey, if I'm going to drink with you, it's not going anywhere. Like anything, you know, like those kind of conversations were always had to be had. I got to worry about that right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's just so odd that like, even when as, so can like male and female, like male guys and female just be friends. Is that ever a thing? I mean, I think so for sure. I think so yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, I my so. my fiance has tons of friends that are right. male, and I'm. I mean, yes, I'm trans, but I still have a lot of friends yeah. that are mostly fe- that are most of my friends are still females, and they have friends that are are males too. But there's still that, you know, if everybody's all out together kind of thing where you're with coworkers mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, I, there's there's a little bit of a difference. I think sometimes. Okay. But, well, after being in like a guy kitchen and a girl kitchen, which one do you prefer to be in? Oh, God. <laughs> it's freedom. Man. I can say whatever I want to say and not have to worry you. about it. The talk, I would say the relationships I have, it's like if I ever fall with one of my friends, it's like when the guy's on the line, it's like literally like, bro, you suck. Like, I'm, you know, this is some bullshit. And then it's like, yeah, you suck too. And then it's like, all right, we're done. Right. You know, like it's yeah. over, it's it's squashed, it is what it is, whereas before it was always like, I'm going to go tell Betty, and Betty's going to go tell Cindy, and Cindy's, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. damn, like so I just want to go, yeah, like work was miserable, like, geez. Right. Mm. So, a question for you, so on the, like, on the aggression type of deal, mm-hmm. would you say you can feel the aggression between being a woman versus being a male? Um, when I first, so when I first started Hormones, and, and once again, this is just my story because tea affects everybody differently. Right, right, right. Yeah, there's a lot of guys I know that it made them really calm, whereas um, for me it was the opposite. I was I was pretty crazy. I My moods were up and down. Like there were days where I was like uncontrolled, uncontrollably like crying, and then there was days where I was like super mad, like the littlest thing would set me off. My uh, The girl that I dated when I transitioned, uh, we would fight all the time, and it was mostly <laughs> always my fault. I was uh, pretty controlling. I was super insecure. It was like, oh, yeah, like a lot of crazy stuff. Sounded like a dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, my my aggression, I, I definitely would get ticked off a lot, a lot easier. But as time has gone on, my body, my levels have, you know, they've adapted and stuff. And now I don't, I'm, most people say I'm probably the most calm person that they know. <laughs> yeah, you seem really, really, yeah, yeah, you right. seem like really chill. Yeah. And by the way, I got you. You got something right here. Other side. Other side, yep. Got you. Yeah. Well, I got a question. I got great hair, so. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question. Um, since I'm fucking hungry as fuck, has your appetite changed at all? Oh, I eat all day, every day. Yeah, when I, and then and I used to work out. Well, I, I try to work. I try to work out, but I eat nonstop. My okay. appetite's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I ate a lot beforehand too. I think I just love food. Yeah, right, I just love food. <laughs> I hear that. So, do you have a favorite food? Um, I actually probably Mexican is my favorite. Yeah, Mexican style food. 
You would think waffles, but I was gonna say, it's not. It's <laughs> not. I've been it's repping not. waffles all day. I baby, eat them all the time. Uh, ain't I was say, could you have Jay's waffle iron? So it's like, mm-hmm. where did the love of like waffles come into play? So I love chicken and waffles, and it's actually really random. Like perfect remedy. Yeah, right mm-hmm. before I went to, I moved. I lived in Texas for a while. And right before I, li- I moved to Texas, I went to a place here in Cleveland. It's called Soho, and I got their chicken and waffles. I was like, oh, so good. And then I moved to Texas and I couldn't find chicken and waffles. And I was like, man, this sucks. Like, South. Yeah, like where where I was at, like That's couldn't crazy. find good chicken and waffles. And I was wow. like, this is blasphemy. And, <laughs> Sounds uh, like blasphemy to me. I was upset. And uh, I just was like, man, I really, I really want some chicken and waffles. And I started making, you know, practicing at home making waffles. And then I was like, I can do all, like, I was like, waffles are so universal. You can do so much stuff man, with waffles. True. And uh, I started doing a bunch of different recipes and, and then started practicing more and coming up with all kinds of random stuff but with that being said would you ever think about like once you get a good foundation and enough money raised up would you go back to that area of texas where you couldn't really find no good chicken and waffles and maybe sell it there bring a market to texas <laughs> y'all, y'all need this in texas i'm bringing this to you yeah. Yeah. um I've, I've actually uh talked about relocating quite a bit um i loved being down south not that i have anything i love ohio i love right. cleveland um, but we, my fans, we talked about going to Florida or the Carolinas or Texas and relocating if if Jays become something something really big. Which part of Texas? Uh, Houston. 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 Okay. Yeah. I got a I got an uncle down there. Yeah. So. In Colorado, I loved Colorado. I've like never a, been there. I need to go. I, I want to go. So bad. What's up? We could take a trip. That could be our podcast trip. We've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. Right. Good we food in Colorado. I'm, I'm ready to just, yeah. <laughs> just book it, man. Yeah. We can like speak all these things into existence, but it's like we got to just get out there and just do this. Next year, though, I'm going to be going on a cruise this year. So, <laughs> when, you know, we when might just cruise? exclude you. Yeah. In November. we going to just go. You're going on a cruise in Possibly. November. Yes. Why? It's cold, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be, exactly. <laughs> it'll be <laughs> cold, cold here, but not in the Caribbean. Um, what are you running trip. away from? Are you getting married? Nothing. You should Nothing. go in December when it's actually snowing. But November works, too. I think you're getting married. Are you getting no, married? No, we're not getting married. Are you no. sure? Sure. You mentioned it. Wait, before. you're not getting married. No, you just we're, no, we're getting married, yeah. but we're not getting married on our. Cruise. You know what? I'm, Somebody said that though. We're not going to talk sure. about that on here. <laughs> we're not going to do it. Shantae, I love you. If you're listening. <laughs> no, yeah, that's dope though. So, like, okay, so this is speak on confidence. Your confidence to do what you do, Jay. Mm-hmm. Where did it come from? Uh, my support, my friends and family, for sure. Um, anytime I've been in a tough spot in my life. Whether it's you know finding a job, um, not having a place to live, uh, you know anything like that with Jays, I've been able to reach out and throw a line and get somebody to grab it right away. So I would say my my friends and my family have come in clutch, a hundred and fifty percent. Is there anybody you want to shout out as your biggest supporter or top two maybe? Yeah, I got a, I got a few. Uh, I would say uh, obviously my family, all of them. Um, my fiance Nick has been uh, an incredible. Words can't describe. Uh, my partners and Jays. So uh, there's three other people involved. So it's okay. myself, my fiance Nick, uh, my friend Amanda, and her partner TJ. Uh, so without them, Amanda is like. She's the one that makes this hat I'm wearing, this hoodie. She's constantly like, hey, did you call so-and-so? Hey, I got this lined up for you. <laughs> TJ's in the back of the house with me, kicking it. And then uh, most of my, my lizard family um, that I'm really close with, those guys as well, and my twist family. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He has a community of people who support his dreams, and it's not just his family. So, like, 
do you have any advice for people who want to like go into that industry of like food and wanting to be like a entrepreneur? I would say talk to people that are in the, that, that do it too. You know, like I immerse myself in the restaurant industry You know, I talk to owners of restaurants, I get their, you know, their feedback constantly. And then I just, I make my product and I have my friends try it. And, you know, I just constantly network. Network is the biggest thing that you can do. You'll find places where you can, you know, do your dreams at. You'll find people that want to be a part of your dream, that want to finance you, you know, that will cheer you on. Without networking, I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am today. Nice. Well, you know, just if you need you need another cook, you know, <laughs> just ask the boys around yeah, right yeah. now. He probably is. He's way better than Jacob. <laughs> we, we had the show done already. Clearly, yeah, Gabe won. Yeah. Whatever. So, what was so, the I last time Jacob made like the... raw hamburgers? Yeah, yeah and I, and I almost raw smacked chicken. him across his face. Nah. <laughs> I fucked up a <laughs> couple he, times. He rushes his process. He yes. don't put no love in it. He, he gotta got to relax. I, I got to let it sit. When you're eating food, you taste the love in it. If you take your time, that's why I'm like, okay. I'd rather have a home-cooked love meal than just something processed. I'm sorry. What's on the menu for Jay's? We what? got uh, quite a few things. Uh, Man, we're talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> the most, uh, the most popular is called the Monty. Um, it's, a, it's a playoff of Monte Cristo. So it's a blueberry French toast waffle. With Swiss cheese, ham, turkey, honey mustard, and then a raspberry compote to dip it in, powdered sugar, and syrup on the side. Oh, oh shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Slowly where, where are you going to be at? Well, so you're a pop up, so is it like kind of spur of the moment, or you know, you have it like set up like for the year? Or? So right now we're working with a venue at the moment. Um, we're looking, we'll probably be doing a pop up every uh, others or every second Saturday of the month at a place. I'm waiting for confirmation, so I won't mention it just yet. But um, we've done pop-ups at like Play Cleveland and a couple of restaurants in Lakewood. Uh, we do raffle events, so like we just did one not that long ago where people could enter in to win a catered meal by us for up to like ten people. I think I shared it on our page. I yeah. seen it. Yeah. And one of my friends won, and so we did a little a uh, little thing for her. Um, we're pretty much just reaching out to places that will let us use their facilities and uh, going from there. It's kind of like it's kind of roll with the flow at the moment since nice. we're all pretty much working nonstop and trying to find our footing. Right. So I definitely need to get your schedule because we have a reunion coming up and I think you'd be a perfect suit for maybe like this pull up, advertise. Right. Because we don't have, really have like food for our I don't think so. Not right? yet. Maybe. Nothing. Have, yeah. So real quick before, the, uh, after you said locations, have you been to um, food truck? Um, Liquid? Yeah. What's it called? Food truck? Is it it's Tavin? I, I, we just call it the food truck park. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Food, I don't know where food it truck is. To park. That's what it is. I have not yet. No. Um, yeah. the The hard part is because we don't actually have a tangible food <laughs> truck. It's it tends to be a little difficult since we actually have to rent out the restaurants or okay. like use their kitchens and stuff. But um, we've we've reached out to quite a few quite a few people. It's just getting a schedule down because, like I said, I have multiple other jobs and so do the other people that work that do this with us so it's trying to find something where we can all sit down and be like all right this saturday or this sunday yeah if it's big bucks we coming in (laughs) nothing measly yeah and then getting the product and everything you know we we buy all the product and then we have to transport it and a lot of times with the kitchens like we go in and we see the kitchen like briefly but then when it comes down to game day like making sure that i met the first one we did all the all the uh, outlets blew. We couldn't get the waffles to the waffle irons to work. Oh, it was shit. crazy. Like the oh. first half hour, I was freaking out. I was like, um, "Yeah, there's the extension cord won't work." And so we're 
you know, scrambling, trying to figure out how to, you know, we had 70 people like waiting to get waffles. Oh, I was oh, like, this, wow. this is going to be tough. See, and, but that experience though helped you out long term because it's like, okay, if it goes out, we got a backup plan. Yeah. Go get the whatever we need just to adapt it in. Right. So yeah. adversity helped you. You were put in the adversity situation and you prevailed still. Yeah. Oh, it happens every time. It's in every time. It's like it's like it's something it's different. fun. Yeah, yeah. it's something different, but it's great. I mean, it's and then at the end of the day, it's like we clean up and we're just like, you know, we see everyone's feedback and and you know, it's 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 probably one of the most rewarding feelings I've had. After that first pop up was probably one of the coolest coolest feelings I've done. I felt. Oh, that's awesome. All right, so. You oh, have, I, yeah, I got a question. Way. So, Josh, with you transitioning everything, what what would what advice would you give to somebody that's 13 or 14 the younger generation of how to approach your you know a situation like that of where you real quick what age were you when you realized um so when i decided to make the decision was like around 20 but when i started to question how i felt and like wonder if it was normal uh, i was probably closer to when i was about like nine ten was when i started thinking like but it was shut down pretty fast. Like yeah. it was like it was like fleeting almost because society says that's. That's not what I'm right. saying. That's, society. society makes like this age limit where it's like, you know, by this age, like you're not supposed to be like that. Right. Like, if I am who I am, and I know, like, right. why are you trying to make me feel unsure about myself? So, but no advice for like somebody who wants to step up and just be like, this is who I am. Um, it's tough. I I I get this uh, question actually a lot. A lot of my friends when they're children come to them they will come to me and ask and I kind of tell them the same thing that it's <clears throat> it's a process it's something that should involve you know therapy um, it should be something heavily discussed because once you start hormones like yes you can stop hormones but you know once you start taking your testosterone or if it's you know estrogen the process is to revert reverse that's also lengthy and you know it's I try to tell, I've talked to classes before, doing like the glasses and stuff, and I, and I tell kids a lot, like, you want to be who you want to be, but you also have to, you know, understand that there's going to be discrimination. Like, the world's way more accepting today, obviously, than it ever has been. You know, when I first started transitioning, there was like, I went on YouTube, and there was like a couple of like main YouTube channels of people that transition, but now you can go on there and find it's like, a whole community it's, a, it's a lot, right. So it's very, it's very accepting. Yeah. And I think that's that's fantastic. But I also think sometimes, you know, <clears throat> people should, when it comes to like children transitioning at such an early age, like you want to, you want to be there. Suicide rates for for kids at such a young young age because they have to wait. You know, it's 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 like this like devil's game almost. It's like mm. tough tough thing. You know, mm. you don't want to start hormones and then realize later on that maybe you know you wanted to wait till you were older mm -hmm. or that it's not how you feel or something of the sort. You know, because maybe you're immersed in a community that's prevalent in it. You know, like, right. you know, I have a situation or I, I know of a situation right now where a child is surrounded by very um, a lot of people that feel the same way as, as they do. And we're all like, well, is, are you sure you really feel that way? You know, and they keep going back and forth, back and forth, mm. back and forth. And I was like, well, this is something you can't go back and forth. Yeah, exactly. This is something this is that really you need important. to be. Yeah, this is something that's going to be life changing. You know, when I started transitioning it was okay certain jobs are off the table you know i can't enlist like you know i can't right. you know when it comes to having kids it was well do i want to freeze my eggs or do i just not want to have kids you know am i going to foster kids am i going to adopt like all these questions mm. when it comes to you know work discrimination how am i going to handle it you know and it when it came to relationships like right. you know dating 
dating women has been insane sometimes like having to have those conversations you know and, and put myself out there and then not even just me getting discrimination but the people around me you right. know mm-hmm. the girls i've dated also dealt with guys that were like don't you want a real man and like all this crazy oh, stuff here we go. so here like we go. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's it's a it's a it's a lot you know and you know as the world progresses hopefully it gets better but I, hold on no no before that how about this question because you know you are a t because most people who are heterosexual try to answer this question and i don't feel like they have the right to when do you feel like it is the proper age for somebody to really like you know take control and mm-hmm. take hormones i think it's i think it's tough so for female to male like myself we can transition and be what we say passable at like any age like we can transition and i can grow my beard i could you know take i have my top surgery and i'm passable whereas male to female it's a lot it's a lot harder because once you're you know you're an adult male you know your your shoulders are broader you know you're a bigger guy sometimes your voice is already deep to go through the electrolysis for your to get rid of the hair on your face you know it's a process it can be painful um, and it's noticeable, you know, growing facial hair, like it just, it just grows. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. It just grows. My voice cracks. I'm just going through puberty again. Like, so it's definitely, it's definitely tough. Um, but I, I personally would say, you know, 16 and older, but life changes so much. Like I've had people come to me that have asked about transitioning in their twenties and then have decided that it wasn't, it's, not for, it's not for them. So right. it's, you know, it really, it really is. I think that the best course would just be therapy and, you know, really making sure that it's, it's something that they want to, you know, or go do you, Okay. Well, this is a better question too. Do you think hormones maybe should be treated like alcohol and like cigarettes, like how people have to wait till they're 21 to like get, get it? Do you think maybe hormones should be treated like that? Like, you know, once you're at 21 and if you've been going through therapy, then you can like take the medicine or no? Because sometimes people know like way before 21. I would say sometimes people know way before 20 and then like just because of suicide rates and right, like right, right. when kids have to deal with it in high school, you know, like if you know, you know, and right. you know, I, I feel like, so most of the time for people to transition, like you have to go through therapy, but you have to go through a panel. So you actually have to, I, I'm not sure if it's so much like that anymore. It's been mm-hmm. so long since I've transitioned, but for us, it was, for me, I went through a year of therapy and then I sat in front of four therapists and I had to go see a psychiatrist wow. in order to just get a letter saying that, yes, I was able to transition. And then moving wow. forward to get top surgery, even though it was 10 years later, like mm-hmm. just a year ago, I had to go back and see a therapist again, get the hell even though I've been here. on hormones for 10 <laughs> years. <laughs> get the just, hell just to make sure. Just yeah. to make sure. Right, no, I'm yeah. trying to wonder, like, what, yeah. what questions are they asking what, you? What, uh, yeah, like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, like, to me, like, how if can you, you already I mean, started, like, I'm not going to go yeah. halfway, just right. stop. It's like a money I've been doing this yeah. for 10 years. What do you mean? What have, what have you been doing for 10? You've been a psychiatrist for 10 years? Are you sure you're evaluating me the right way? That's pretty much how that went. It was like, like, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, yeah, we're with you. Uh, that don't make any sense at all. But yeah, that's I had to go back. And then like, so anytime, like even a, a name change, I had to have uh, my doctor sign off on my name change form. And so I, moving forward, even after you start hormones, you still constantly have to go back and get, you know, some kind of letter from either a therapist, a psychiatrist or, wow. some, or a medical professional that says, yeah, this is okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, I guess it's standard, but that's BS. If you ask you me. need approval to see how you feel. 
tomorrow. Tw- right. Twenty years later, yes, I still feel the same way. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. That's so yes. Yeah. so <laughs> if we're seeking approval, I'm just gonna make a post and ask social media how I should feel. Right. 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 It makes sense. And right. feeling of the same way, my girlfriend who loves the fact that you're on right now, she wanted me to ask you this question. She wants to know because you were once, you know, female, now male. Were you a feminist then, and are you a feminist now? Like because she's a feminist, so she wants me to ask you that question. <laughs> I mean, I. I I wouldn't call myself like a feminist necessarily, but I mean, yes, I, I, I gravitate towards, you know, making sure that, you know, female rights are there and, and everything right. like that, of course, yes. All right. See, there you go, Jamie. I asked <laughs> for sure. For sure, yeah. So she is really, she's a feminist, like, in the most, utmost way. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Clifton knows firsthand, so it's like having a conversation. We just watched uh, Jordan Peterson, like, try to, like, break down a conversation with a feminist, and it's like. Not not to offend them, but like she wanted to like generalize his conversation, put him in a corner of like, oh, you're a male, this is your view. But like he was just speaking on a general sense, like mm-hmm. to ask questions based off like data analysis and information that's been collected. So like it's interesting just to hear the, the perspective of like somebody who is a feminist, right? Yeah. And my thing is. I think all that was exploited in that episode is like when you're an extremist, sometimes you shut down certain conversations or even thoughts, you know, yeah. or ideas. And right. that's why it's never good to be an extremist with right. an ideology, you know. I feel that for sure. I mean, you can look at that in almost any aspect, you know, right. conservative, liberal, feminist, anything like that. You know, I mean, <clears throat> it's a point, though, that I like to mention with what you mentioned um not necessarily feminist or anything, but in within the community though, the LGBT mm-hmm. community, there's there is plenty of people though that are you know that are lesbians or that are um, other trans men or trans women or stuff like that that actually um, are against people transitioning and stuff like that. So there's actually quite a bit of wow. Of How does issue, that make sense? Issues in, inner in turmoil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's been like uh, I've experienced it before with other trans men who because I don't live stealth, you know, I'm I'm out and about. And, you and know, when they, you say stealth, what do you mean? So stealth, um, nobody knows you're trans. So, okay. you, you know, maybe like you're very, very close, you know, friends, relatives, obviously your partner probably, but. But to the naked eye. But those eye, people be yeah. considered like maybe conservative tease because like they like to keep to themselves. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's, I mean, I, I lived stealth for quite a while when I was in Texas. I, I wasn't really out except for like to a few people that were trans men as well because I was helping them with their journey. But, um. Yeah, there's. I've had in, in situations before where, like, uh, you know, either, it was either a gay guy that was just like a gay male that was like, you know, very, you know, discriminative against me and saying like, oh, you just want to be a guy, blah blah. blah. You need to go back to being a woman and stuff. Yeah. And then there's, uh, I've encountered lesbians before that were like, you know, why are you trying to be like something you're not? Like, just be a girl, blah blah. And then I've also encountered trans men that are like, why are you living out in the open? So. It's it's wow. crazy because like the community is great. Don't get me wrong. You know I feel that, at that, home there. But that leads me to a great question. So what are the dangers of living stealth versus being in the out? Because it sounds like there comes with a you know a dangerous territory with you know living your life out loud. Like what's the big difference you feel like uh, discrim- out discrimination for sure. Like when I when I'm out when I was out before like a couple of times at a, a couple of places I've worked at you know people. They find out word of mouth, you know, oh, guess what? And it's, it's always frustrating because it's, you know, even to this day, like, yes, I, I live out, but at the same time, like, 
I still don't feel it appropriate for someone to just be like, by the way, did you know that Josh was, you know what I mean? Like, that sounds like some high Like, hey, just to let you know, even though you don't. That's like some high school shit. Like, honestly, that's like some, oh, did you? No, get the fuck. Can I live? Can I live who I am? People love gossip, though. Yeah, they do, because there shouldn't be nothing wrong with you living in the out. You shouldn't have any extra danger that any other T shouldn't even have in their life because you decide to live out or be one. And I just think that's crazy you know what i mean that's just not right and the fact that you guys have inner turmoil like that it just i don't know that's mind-boggling man yeah it's i mean it's with discrimination it's mostly just people that you know like i said like they they know and they just they decide to say your business or something like that and it's fucking dickheads. it's just no one's place to say you know whether or not they're trans or whatever unless they're really you know and like i said even if they're open about it it's still not still you know, up to you to yet. decide how the fuck i feel yeah right I'm always like, why do you care what's in between my legs? Or why do you care about anything? Like, yeah, right. yeah. So I've always, it's funny because even with like my fiance, for example, like when we first started dating and she wanted to introduce me to her family, I'm like, she's like, well, can I tell them? Or, and that's always like the big thing, like with people I've dated or just friends that I've met and stuff. And I'm like, I always prefer people to meet me first mm-hmm. because I've been in many situations before where I've befriended somebody that is kind of actually anti-LGBT and they end up being like good friends with me and then they find out later and they're like stunned I can't Ooh, believe I fell for it yeah, yeah, yeah like stunned <laughs> said, Ooh, I fell yeah. for it like, like I tricked you <laughs> I got it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes yeah. it's weird that because that makes no sense to me like why it doesn't make any sense to me it's do weird because like I that? guess it's like the age gap of like the baby boomers they don't accept change at all mm-hmm. they hate that we're so progressive right now and they're like we got to stand strong on what we think and how we feel. And it's like, no, you can feel how you feel. People will never understand. Like, I don't understand, like, how they can look at the world nowadays and be like, it's a smack in the face. Like, the world is tra- changing. People, opinions change. We are more, pro- try to be more progressive. And it's like, why are you, f- why do certain people fight change so much? It's like, I will never understand that. It just doesn't not feel right. Right. It's right. like. No. Change is one of the hardest things to adapt to. It is right. because it's yeah. uncomfortable, and a lot right. of people like being comfortable to what they've been given their whole life. Your your body automatically is going to reject something that's mm-hmm. not comfortable. Right. It's going to automatically say, "I don't, I don't like this. I don't want to do this." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just regardless of logic, it's like no first. Right. Yeah. Well, any advice to anybody? Because you spoke about it, people who are like kind of out there and like throw it out there to impede it to people. Any advice to those people? that just like you know put themselves out there a little too much do you think they're looking for trouble or what would you tell people who are like you know proud of who they are but you know just a little too mm, about it um i don't know i i I don't really see much of an issue with it at all i think if somebody wants to be out there they can be out there i think just be safe and you know be cautious sometimes you know in your surroundings like I will say, you know, if I'm in a gay bar or I'm in a place where I feel comfortable, like I'll be way more, I don't want to say flamboyant, but I'm definitely more comfortable with myself versus if I'm, if I'm at a bar where it's mostly predominantly straight and it's be. kind of like a, a conservative area, I tend to have a bathroom buddy with me. You know, I have a bathroom buddy if I can and, you know, I kind of watch a little bit more of my surroundings, yeah. That's so terrible that you have to like monitor, your, not bad, but like, you can't be yourself at a bar because some guy may have a pre predetermined thought about you. Like, oh, as soon as he goes to the restroom, I'm about to beat him up. Like, it's because he, he's living his truth, and I'm still probably in the closet, don't want to come out. <laughs> right? right. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, when the bathroom stuff started happening and everyone was losing their minds about that, that was like 
almost comical to an extent because it's like we just try, I just want to pee like I just <laughs> oh, I care about it I just gotta piss like I just gotta piss it's it sucks like I don't care like at all like I just want to go install and use my thing and, and be out like wash my hands and out right. <laughs> like, I, know a lot of, I know a lot of places in like Lakewood and uh, like more progressive cities they like did away with like the signs it's just like a bathroom it's no going and piss you yeah know. yeah there's a lot of family uh or gender neutral bathrooms yes, and stuff like that neutral. yeah i i will say there's the one time i went to a concert it was peabody's and i had to use the restroom and there was there was no door and i was like crap mm. and I, I had to go i drank like 17 pbrs and right and uh go there's a there's a, a certain type of packer it's called uh, so for term for terminology so a packer is it's like a, a flaccid soft penis that a trans man can wear to you know mimic having a penis and so that way you like your clothes fit you feel you know more masculine or however you want to look at having it and um and so i there's one it's you can actually pee with it like you can stand and piss and it works just fine well, it takes a lot of practice because our bodies are not built for that. I've seen this like funnel. Yeah. I've seen this. It's almost like a funnel. Like, yeah. I told my girl, I'm like, you probably get it for camping. Like, basically, you just put it under there. You can pee yeah. like a guy and you just stand up yeah. and you just empty it. I'm like, it's exactly what it is, except for there's just a fake penis around it. And so I was drunk, though. So oh. I can't control my flow and I just started <laughs> pissing all over myself. <laughs> oh. And I was like, I told my friends, like, I gotta go. Like, I. I had just pissed all over myself. But, like, those instances, like, having the support that I had, like, they were like, no, of course. Like, we'll right. go. We're going right. to leave. We'll go get, you know, fresh clothes, and we'll go find something else to do. You Hell know? yeah. There you go. You know, nice. I didn't just stand there with my pee pants. Everybody pees their pants. Right. I was going to say, there's plenty of guys. You ain't never watched Billy Madison. Right. Billy Madison. If you're cool, you pee your pants. But those are just little little nuances or situations that, you know, I I know plenty of other trans guys that have gone through themselves where they've been in a a, a sticky situation with a bathroom where they've had to go or they've I've actually left places. I've had to leave and go somewhere else and then go back so that way I can use the restroom somewhere. Well, I mean, I'd rather kind of be you than actually pee my pants. And, you know, I mean, just being drunk. You know, yeah. there's some dudes who li- just legit just piss their pants because they can't. Yeah. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, yeah. and they're that drunk. So, ain't that right? At least you, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a good segue. That's actually never happened to me. Cap. No, no cap. Okay. It's okay. We're not judging you, bro. Nah, you woke up in you woke up in a car that you didn't own. You telling me you never pissed your pants before? <laughs> Pretty sure. Never. Never pissed from a party, but I did have an incident where something else happened. What happened? That's not, you see, you just did not answer my question. question. Okay, so look, (laughs) I was in high school, I had the BGs, had to go, was at somebody's house that where we were hanging out at was like the bathroom was connected to the kitchen, so I couldn't go. I couldn't go there. (laughs) Bro, I I couldn't. It was just, it was, I was at people's houses that was different social levels than me. I couldn't blow up their bathroom when they were chilling in the Shit, kitchen. Respectfully, I need, to, I need to go. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I went to my uncle's house who lived down the street on the east side, Uncle John. I didn't make it. Didn't make oh. it. Let's just say... I think I remember this story. <laughs> so let's just say I took a quick shower, didn't even get my hair wet because I didn't want... To go back to my friend's house while your hair wet type shit. I took a dump. <laughs> <laughs> Had to put on his pants because my pants were fucked. Like, it was bad. Oh, It was bad. Hold on. So you, you, you were willingly able to go over there with different pants on but not your hair wet? 
Correct. Because the pants look similar to my pants. <laughs> how, well, long, how long were you gone? Yeah, that's... Uh, 10, 15 minutes. Wow. Yeah. That's a quick one. Well, it's already out, I guess. That was a quick clean. Now, Jay, we found you on, on YouTube. Jacob Jacob was doing a really good job this he week. Sent me, he sent me the videos. Uh, so the two videos. So yeah. have you done, that was 10 years, 10, 9 years ago. Yeah. Did you, have you done like episode yeah. three? Is there a, is there, is there like, yeah, like oh, a there's final? like, because I see you grew your beard out. You didn't like it at first. <laughs> no, I did not like it at first. There's a, no, I started a YouTube channel to track my progress and I'm actually like really glad I did. It's yeah. all private. So Jacob was the only one that had the link. So that's why he was able to view it. Oh. Um, but I have about 35 videos on there. Do you? So oh, I, wow. I, That's I picked two that I, I felt were like So real good. quick, you want to give your YouTube a shout out? Well, it's, it's, it's all private. It's all private. private. So you got to like get approved yeah. to like. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, it's all I'm like, sure there's people that listen to this right now that want to like follow you along mm -hmm. your journey to see like, okay. Yeah. yeah you that, can do it. First, I can do it. Yeah, that first video, you missed your appointment. And it was just like, wow. This is like pre, Oh yeah. you know. My voice was... It's it's funny because I show it, I do show it to people you know like I said it's private but like sometimes I'll get drunk enough I'll be like hey you want to hear something crazy it's a good party trick sometimes <laughs> to the second episode I was like whoa I was like this, this is crazy I was oh, like yeah. but I was like this is beautiful though I'm glad that you know again you found your truth and you were able just to fully accept it you were willing to document it and you're helping out so many people out there who are following you on your private page I'm happy for all of you yeah, it's you were flexing your muscles. I'm like, you got bigger muscles than Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> shots fired, shots fired. You need a regimen or something. Man. Right. Help yeah. Jacob get together. Oh, yeah. Wow. Right. First, you got to stop crapping your pants. <laughs> <laughs> See, he already knows. He gets the vibe. Just because I've, I've hung out with him socially. So, mm. yeah, oh, so you he, know. He knows. Yeah. So, it real just, quick, uh, Jacob, you want to give our social medias a shout out? So, if you guys would like to listen to It's On Us podcast, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Our episodes go on Twitter with the link and Facebook with the actual media player. Right. And you could also find our episodes on Apple, iHeart, and Spotify. We on iHeart now. Yeah. Right. It's Subscribe, going. rate, like. Yeah, all that shit. All that shit you do with your email. podcast, do that with us. Comment. Email. Yeah, yeah. you're on your phone anyway. You might right. as well just might go do as it. Well. So, makes sense. All right. So, uh, any uh, other questions we have for Jay? Or not. Do you have any questions for us? Um, yeah, so, um, besides, uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> how did we all get together? Is what you're about to ask. Yeah, right? I was like, how did I mean, I know Jake, but how I mean, you gotta know, you I'll guys go first, related. I guess. Yeah, me, and Jake, <laughs> you're like, yeah, we're related. I'll get, hey, I'll get it out the way, out the way, you know. So, me and Jacob are related. That's my uncle, it's my mom's brother. Um, but all together, I've I met all of these people through Jacob. Um, they all went to high school with him, mm -hmm. John. Yep. We we said his name before the podcast, which we can't say on, you know, because <laughs> he is who he is. Uh, right. Oh, oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. So why the band aids there? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you call him SS. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, Cliff. Well, I mean, we all met in high school, pretty much. I met. Uh, well, he lived around the corner from me since like five, six years old. We might be second or third cousins. We still got to so. go up the family tree and find out. But anyway, mm -hmm. outside of that, I met John tenth grade. We had. Uh, home class together and second period with like Mr. Hutlock and all that here. stuff and I met Jacob through him and during that time I was throwing a lot of elbows and Jacob even though I barely knew him was just like my elbow <laughs> target I was ah. introduced to UFC and yeah that's how we grew a bond eventually he uh got the wrath of my elbows to stop and I was like you know what I'm done picking on you I think you're a really good guy mm. let's be friends we've been friends ever since and yeah me yeah. and him used to work together 
it was okay. And I used to talk about starting a podcast all the time because I used to get sick of like Stephen A. Smith and people who I used to watch every day and enjoy. But I'm like, they're literally giving the stuff that I think are already foresee. So I was like, Jacob, one day maybe me and you can do this with a group of people or just us. And he got with these guys one day and they were like, if you're serious about it, let's all meet up. He scheduled a date. He came over coincidentally and boom. Nice. We made it happen. So needless, needless to say, I'm the fucking glue. Okay, you're not. <laughs> that's that's what definitely not glue. You just gotta add that in there. Huh? I, I just had to add that in there one time. Maybe a little t- tape. Maybe I don't know. But tape. no, he had dollar store. Tape. It's crazy because he sent us videos of him and Leah actually doing like this type of interview Same stuff, set. and now it's like coming full. Full fledged, ain't it? Fifteen years ago, dude. So dude I remember those, man. The funny part about those videos. You can find them on YouTube, the J and L no, show. No, please don't follow. <laughs> yeah, do like, not look those up. But, I promise you. But it was so funny because like that's when YouTube started to be real popular, and she had the idea. And at that time, I already knew some stuff with cameras and stuff. So I'm like, let's try it. Leah, Dad has a tripod. We could try it in the basement. So we did too. Just was like, okay, never mind. We don't. At that at that age, you don't have the knowledge that you do when you're older to really how know how to approach it or. Just when shit was starting to get hot on YouTube, we didn't know there was a formula, so we just did two episodes, kind of fucked off, and yeah, you guys were y'all like, were cracked out. Yeah, <laughs> you guys out. were greater than I was. I'm gonna, I was in I'm gonna go watch school. these videos. I was in middle school when we did these. Yeah, middle school. So Leah had to be in elementary school. So yeah, John and Johnny Jesus. Wilson days, North Shore. That's you didn't up. even go there. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> I was really crying, bro. Like crying when she made that pterodactyl Why chicken salad. I was so crazy. dead. Yeah, so yeah, collectively we all did meet. I actually met this guy because I was like always in ISA. So I met him coming from ISA. <laughs> so so we were in the hallway. All right. I was walking from the industrial wing by the auto body, by the um, engine repair. Emerald King High School. That's where we yep. went to school. At. And I, I just met him. I used to leave. Just met him there, and we just remembered that we knew each other from playing football when we were younger. And I said I had my L's, and I said I had 2K, and we was like, well, let's play one day. Yeah. Just started picking him up, coming over to my house. I actually, took his, I actually took his position in middle school. I didn't even know him like that. I'm just Probably, like, yeah, 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 I need that. Back Watch to Pee Wee so. football, yeah. he took my spot as backup center. So it was like basically like stepbrothers in the middle of the hallway like, hey, you know this? Hey, yeah. you want to be best friends? Yeah. yeah. We just become best friends? It's yeah. kind of like that. Yep. Pretty okay. much. Go do karate in the garage. <laughs> yeah, all, yeah. That. Yeah, so. all right, so I have uh, one more question, seeing how – you know our obsession for food if you could pick or if you had if you had just one item to eat for the rest of your life not not cuisine not like my, like one item one actual thing one actual thing mm. what would it be the what rest it, of my life what would it be that's all you get it's like pizza can i like pick pizza yeah, pizza's pizza. Pizza. But you, how many? Yeah, no, see, I well, feel like that's see, cheating. You can get as many toppings as you want. <laughs> well, no, you gotta no. pick a certain topping. I, I would say, it, say if if it's, if I don't want to go crazy, I go pepperoni, mushroom, or just cheese. That's probably okay. just cheese. Who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe most. Oh, for the rest of my life, though. Yeah. Oh man, Dude, that's what I'm saying. The rest of your life, that's all you mean. Cheese, pizza, fuck that. See, but if I put see, but if I put more toppings on, I can pick it off and make it different at each time. So it's, I'm kind of like cheating in that way. Yeah. Okay. So we'll say like, if you say pasta, you can put whatever kind of pasta. If you say pizza, whatever kind of pizza. But if you say cake, it can't just be whatever kind of cake. That's I hear that's. You. That's a lot of cake. Right. That's a lot of, that's a lot of cake. <laughs> don't pick yellow cake neither. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to pick milk. <laughs> if I had to pick one thing to eat, it might be burgers. Okay. Oh. But it'd be Wagyu burgers, though. 
Fancy. Ooh. Yeah. Luxury. I'm going, yeah. I'm going, Luxury. I'm going up there. It's, it's full circle. Yeah. It's a tie between me. I, I would say probably tacos. Because you can do like shrimp tacos, chicken tacos, mm-hmm. beef tacos. See, that's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a taco. You know? It's like yeah, the pizza. I guess, right. yeah. I mean, burgers, you could have turkey burger. Well, nah. I mean, you say Wagyu, yeah, but, Wagyu. you know, you could do, you could do barbecue sauce. Right. Onions, lettuce, sour cream. Sour cream. Or chicken burger. Are we talking about burgers or tacos? I, I, I put sour cream on a burger before. What? what? You're so, different. Wait, what do you do? So, <laughs> bun. Toast the bun. Okay. Put, I put, like, weird shit. So, but, like, if I want to make, like, a Tex-Mex burger, like, I'll season it like with cumin and shit like that. Bruh. Pepper jack cheese. <laughs> Spit it out. <laughs> sour cream. Sour cream I'm, on the bun? Like a yes. like for mayo. Yes. <laughs> He's giving us the whole formula. The crabby patty formula. Doing too much. So wait, so are you saying sour cream for you? Or sour cream the rest of your life? It's glizzies. We know what you eat for the rest of your life. No, for me. Rest of my life, ooh, a big breakfast every day. Okay, that's very that's, 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 oh, that's, that's a real broad. <laughs> like, no, like French no, toast, yeah, no, no. eggs, eggs over easy, fried potatoes, biscuits and gravy. He said and one damn item, not meal. <laughs> he said meal. Like, what? Hey, thought, wait, did he no, say he food said one, item or meal? He okay. said item. Oh, oh, shit. If that's the case, I was going to eat lunch the rest of my life. Yeah, for real. I take it back. I'll eat breakfast. I'll eat breakfast the rest of my life. Yeah, fuck it. Then, ooh. One item, please. <laughs> one. Just what? Nashville hot chicken. Okay. Come on. All that it's just to say Nashville hot chicken. <laughs> God damn it. Every breakfast Edit, item impossible. It. it was so Edit, it, clip it. Question though, do you put sour cream no, on Nashville no. hot chicken? No. <laughs> on his fries though. Yes. Yeah. No. Ranch is usually on fries. Okay. Another white substance. I'm gonna go. Oh, with oh, <laughs> Why do you have to say Whoa, white see? It's coming out now. Because I knew either what somebody I would know, say. No, you said, said it. it. I didn't say it. I, put I preemptively me. said it before anybody else could say the joke. Hey, I can't see what's on your mind, man. That's all. Mm-hmm. You, so mm-hmm. that's fine. It's okay. Joe. Whatever. Clifton, did you choose one? I'm about to right now. I'm trying to go over his bullshit over here. Anyway, <laughs> this man said breakfast. Like that's very vague. Like right. right. I'm gonna do either largemouth bass or lobster tail with a lemon. I'm gonna stay healthy. Okay. Eat fish. I do love fish. Mm-hmm. Put some lemon on it. Naturally cooks it just in case. Be good. That's pretty good. Wow. I'd, I'd pick waffles. <laughs> I'd pick my waffles. Hey, I know. Get my that omega ro- ten yeah. and all that shit. Put yep. sour cream on. Hmm? You really sticking with pizza after all uh, everything we said? Nah. Yeah, I was trying to get you to change it. Yeah. Extra cheese. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so normally we uh give a quick gym. Clifton usually gives us a. Uh, but if Josh, if you want to drop your socials real quick, where we could find Jay's Waffle Iron. Yeah, uh, so you can find me. I have uh, Facebook. All I gotta do is Google Jay's Waffle Iron on Facebook. I'll pop right up. And same thing with the Instagram. It's just mm-hmm. us at Jay's Waffle Iron, or you could email us Jay's Waffle Iron at gmail dot com. Nice. You know what? And I love this quote right here from Margaret Chase Smith. It goes in tie with our uh, episode. The right way is not always the popular and easy way. Standing for right when it is unpopular is a true st- test of moral character. Ooh, that like fits it. Spit that shit. Heavy gym. Yeah. Spit Heavy gym. that shit. There you go. This has been an episode of It's On Us. Again, make sure you guys follow us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, or anywhere you listen to a podcast. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Happy, thank you for coming yeah. on, Josh. We uh, love thank, thank you. Happy thank Pride you Month. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Gang, gang. And it's just like that.
Thank you for listening to IOU Podcast, where you can reach us on Spotify, Apple, Podbean, YouTube, um, and our Gmail is IOU Podcast 440. And this has been a great episode with my boys. And stay tuned for next week. And God bless.